Blog Talk Radio. Okay, uh, my music supposed to be starting. And of course, start playing. everybody, and welcome to Frights of the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody. Uh, before we begin the show, I'd like to remind everyone to like us on Facebook at Frights of the Roundtable, and also follow us on Twitter at Frights R&D Table, and follow us on Instagram at Frights of the Roundtable. Um, tonight we have two, well, right now we have one awesome guest, and uh, one should be calling in hopefully fairly soon. Um they're producing partners that work together on such films as Bethany and Restoration. Uh, Restoration comes out tomorrow, so look for that. Um, please uh, welcome right now uh, James Cullen Bressick. How are you doing, James? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to chat with me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Uh, I know you're a very busy guy uh, working on a film right now in Oklahoma, so you're you're uh you're currently uh shooting, I think, right? Like you're directing something. I'm in I'm in pre production. Um I you know, we start shooting in a, a week or two uh here. Um oh. but yeah, I'm I'm directing it and uh, Zach and I actually co wrote the script together. Oh nice. Cool. Um I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um first I guess I'd like to get your uh input real quick on how uh you and Zach ended up working together as uh producing partners. Uh, believe it or not, you know, we, we had worked together a couple times, but, you know, we originally met at a sushi bar and just started talking about film and, you know, we're able to really relate to each other and, and, you know, connect on that. And, um, from there, you know, we worked together as I'm, I was the director and he was the actor and, you know, we just had such a collaborative process together that we decided it was time to, uh, you know, take that to a different level and, and make, you know, some movies together outside of, uh, you know, that, that process that we had established together. Okay. Awesome. Um, so, uh, as for, uh, I guess, what, what do you think your guys, what was it about your guys dynamic that worked well? Well, you know, Zach is a very collaborative person and very, you know, very passionate. And, you know, that passion is infectious. And I think, you know, seeing somebody who cares so much about the quality of the project and, you know, his years and years of experience, he really just gets it and gets what, you know, people go through when making a film and understands that. And I think with all his experience in front of the camera, it was time to see what he could do behind the camera. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and this kind of brings me to the uh, question about because you guys both uh, wrote uh, Bethany and Restoration, uh, but Zach directed Restoration and you directed Bethany. Uh, was that a conscious decision uh, when you guys were writing them, or, or do you think one just felt more right for another, one for another? We decided uh, when we first started them who was going to direct which, and the person that was going to direct the film would have 
the final say on the outcome of the script. So, you know, we, we collaborated on the script, but I ended up taking Bethany in a very more personal route towards who I am as a filmmaker and a person. And uh, Zach ended up taking restoration in a more personal route to where he is and who he is as a filmmaker and a person. So I think we we laid the the groundwork together, but we were we we built the house on our own. Okay. Um, now you've acted in you know films as well as directed films. Um, do you think like that has you know acting in other people's films has that kind of uh, shaped you as a director <laughs> like? I mean, I'm I'm not an actor. I am not an actor. I mean I. I only act in people's films when they ask me to. I won't audition. I don't look at myself as an actor. I don't want to be an actor. Um, I just act in people's films if they ask me to. And normally I will tell them, hey, I'm going to act in your film, like, you know, if they if they ask me to. But, like, I'm probably not going to do a good job or learn lines. So please uh, <laughs> don't give me a lot to do. <laughs> well, that must have worked well with James Balsamo. You know, he works really well with, uh, like, improv and stuff. So you didn't really have to have a script yeah, on that one, I'm sure. I improvised all of the stuff I did with him. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's great. Because, um, you know, he, what, you're in Killer Waves, which uh, is his newest film. And I just, uh, I loved uh, the scene that you were working on that project. Oh, you, um, you saw it? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I haven't seen it yet, obviously, but it's not out yet. But uh, Zach is on with us. Uh, hey, Zach, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, guys. Sorry about that. I was on the I was on the uh, 134 through Pasadena, and I had no signal. I apologize. He's lying. Oh, no. He's working on the rewrites of the script for the movie that I'm out in Oklahoma shooting. <laughs> <laughs> He's working. Maybe that's it. He's working hard um, on the script. He's being modest. But he, is, I know he's working hard. <laughs> but, uh, uh, well, just, I, sorry, I just came to Pasadena to pick up a TV stand so I could do a small party for the launch of Restoration tomorrow night. So I oh, that's awesome! Up. I'm sad I'm not going to be there. Yeah, it sucks, dude. I'd invite you, but you're in Oklahoma, so I'm actually insulted. I'm insulted that I wasn't invited so that I could like Skype in. Oh, that would, actually, that would be hilarious. Just have you watching on a laptop, <laughs> watching a party go on. You sit there with a drink in your hand. <laughs> you should you should actually just print out a picture of my face and, like, like tape it to a pillow and just, like, have everybody say hi to me and pretend that it's actually me and, like, have conversations with it. And they'll be like, Zach, James, James, like, James isn't around. And you'll be like, he's here. <laughs> and people will be like, that was the best conversation I've ever had with James. <laughs> See, awesome. I can tell just by your banter right now, like how well you guys, you know, you're not just like uh, producing partners, but you guys are really good friends. And I think that will, you know, serve you well with the, with the films that you're producing. Definitely. It's been, uh, I think so too. I mean, uh, it's been, we've known each other since 2013 and, uh, you know, nothing good is built in a day. And I think we've earned our friendship through going through hell and high water together and, um, have come around to a really nice place where we really enjoy working with each other and, 
um, bouncing ideas off one another and respect each other's uh, tenacity, drive, and then leave each other alone and go to our respective houses. So that's always yeah, good idea. And, you know, things things work so much easier, like, you know, each and every day. Like, each and every day, it gets so much easier to work together. Um, you know, we we start to understand why each other do certain things, and, and we we respect it. I mean, I have a method to my madness, as does Zach, and, and you know, I think we're able to recognize and, and respect each other's processes, uh, which I don't think when we first met we were able to do, but I think moving forward it's, it's, it's become much easier to understand, and things are just so, so easy and simple now. Um, and I think – you know, anytime you first work with somebody, there's that like, you know, are they going to do what you think they're going to do? Are they going to deliver? And that that questioning process is is gone. We've worked together so many times at this point where it's like we know that the other person is going to do what they say they're going to do, and we know that the other person is going to get the thing done. And so that's all that really matters, and that's what resonates. Yeah, it's definitely. I think any good friendship starts off like people going, hey, you're cool, you're cool too, and then you sort of have that bromance, and then you find out who the other real person is, and then you find a way to work together, and through that, you really develop your friendship and your respect for one another. So, yeah, what James was saying, I I agree with. Well, I I have a question about your guys' writing, um, like co-writing. Do you guys... Uh, do you guys like write together in the same room, or is one person writing uh, the films like in a, in a separate, you know, in their own house, and then they're giving it to each other? Like, how do you guys co-write? The the the, the easiest answer is both. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a mix what we're of working the two. On. Yeah, yeah, it's a mix of the two. But that's how I heard. Oh, I was going to say, that's how I heard David Wayne uh, wrote, like, um, what's that movie uh, that he did with Kim Marino? Um, uh, that's, that's how he, like, works with some of the people. He would just, he will start it off in the hotel room, coming up with the idea and kind of bouncing off the first draft, and then they would go off on their separate ways and kind of both retool it. Is that kind of how you'd say it works? Uh, I think it's of. very organic. Yeah. Well, Go ahead, James. I, I, I was, I was gonna say, I think it's a really organic process. I mean, we don't really just like say this is the finite way how we do it. It's just like the script evolves as we evolve, and the process moves how we decide that it's moving, which is best within that moment. I think. Um, and there's definitely sometimes for us like uh, where you know, I would we would rather be on the phone talking out something, or sitting in a room having a beer chatting over ideas and writing the little pieces down and getting the, the wide scope of it. And we, okay. once we get that down, like, that helps us just nail it. Yeah, and then, then we do, like, you know, a beat sheet and, like, break out the scenes and decide who's going to write what scenes and stuff like that. But the really yeah. interesting thing is is it changes every movie. It depends on what the movie is. I mean, we've written a bunch of scripts together, and one of the things that's really interesting is, like, you know, Bethany and Restoration, we locked ourselves in a room for, for six days and wrote Restoration in, in six day, or six or seven days, right? It was five days for Restoration, seven days for Bethany. Yeah, and we just locked ourselves in a room and, like, did not leave those the room until they were done. 
Now, where does we, where does the initial idea come from? Does one person come up with it, or do you, is it organic, like you guys said, and you're both kind of just football ideas? A little bit of both. I mean, you know, James is freaking brilliant at concepts. Like, James is really great with coming up with a kernel of an idea. Like, he does it 300 times a day, and then 290 call, of them are retarded. We call ourselves, like, uh, Dr. Surgeon because, like, I'll come up with, like, the prognosis, but he's the one who operates on it. So, like, I'll be like, you know, this is a good idea, and he'll be like, oh, that is a good idea, but what if we do this and this and this with it? And I'm like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. So I come up with, like, the kernel of the idea, but he's the one that makes the popcorn pop. I like that. <laughs> kernel, popcorn, pop. That was that was beautiful, James. I couldn't. There's no editing. <laughs> that is perfect. Right out of your mouth. It's beautiful work. Beautiful work. Yeah, I, I see that you guys are already coming up with ideas in your head right there. Um, <laughs> um, now, uh, you know, basically, Zach, you were a actor first, and then you became a filmmaker. Was that like an easy progression for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was hard as hell. It was annoying, and it was a process where everybody kind of pats you on the head and says, "Oh, isn't that cute? The actor wants to make movies. Oh, isn't it adorable?" <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> really frustrating uh but it forces you to see whether or not you're gonna do the work because it's it was a long ass road for me to get my first film financed and started writing man i mean i wasn't like james you know james's father is an emmy awarding uh, emmy award-winning uh writer of animation and working at spielberg and he comes from a, a legacy value where there's a whole bunch of education by osmosis, just what to do and what not to do. And for me, my mom's an actress, and she's wonderful and very talented and, and respected. Uh, but she and she's also really good in restoration. She's in the movie. Yeah. just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Um, but it, the first script I wrote was on a Word document. I didn't even know how to use Final Draft back then. So it was... <laughs> an uphill learning curve and I would admit to being ridiculously uneducated about it. But I had to keep on just tearing the lid off and diving in, trying to figure out what I could do. Cause you do look around and you see mediocrity everywhere. And my thought was, you know, worst case scenario, I'm pretty sure I could suck as bad as the rest of these people. And I might be better, but not if I don't ever give it a chance. So it was a lot of, uh, you know, just pushing that rock up a hill day after day after day. And I'll tell you, you know, I produced one of the feature film before um, Restoration of Bethany, and that's when James and I started scampering together and bouncing ideas off of one another. And uh, I'm literally double the age of James. But what I've learned <laughs> from James's process has kind of been like the best homeschooling I could get if that makes sense. He really filled in the blanks for the lack of knowledge and experience I had, and he broke it down and made it seem viable. I mean, James's attitude is he's prolific as hell because he's like, screw it, do it myself, screw it, do it myself, make a movie on my iPhone, why not? I'm sure we can. it'll work out. What's the worst that can happen? Let's shoot it on a major <laughs> airline. Of course, uh, hopefully they won't sue us. That sounds awesome. 
and he just does <laughs> it. Like, he's not that much taller than me, but he's got huge balls. So there's something about uh, just getting into the ring and swinging uh, punches that motivated me about James and helped me get off my ass and just push. So and that's uh, <laughs> it's been a hard road, but I definitely think it's been a worthwhile one. But one thing I will yeah. say is, you know, Zach, as a writer and as a director, you know, uh, as as a as a writer, you know, coming from an actor's background, it, it's made a, an ease in for him in in writing dialogue. He has such a knack for dialogue because he writes what he himself as an actor would want to say. And so when actors read the scripts, we were able to get very talented actors to do these lower budget films because they read the scripts and they saw they get to say and do great things. And there's some really good and real moments for the actors. And there's some really emotional levity for them that I think Zach really brought in there um, with, you know, with his, his acting background. And he's also able to communicate as a director with actors on another level because he says the things that he wished when he was acting, a director would say to him. And I think, you know, that it, it, it's just a different perspective that really, I think, translates to the movie so well. Because, you know, as we've seen with the reviews, there's just such a, a, a love for the performances and the, and the depth that the actors went through. And, I mean, I think the actors were all very talented and did a great job. But a lot of that is Zach directing them and really getting in there and working those scenes with the actors. I mean, he really knew how to talk to them. And I'll, I'll definitely get back to that, uh, Zach, but I do want to, uh, while it's fresh in my mind, um, James, I want to mention, because I love Blood Lake um, a lot. Uh, I know that was like one of the kind of goofy movies that were kind of fun, and um, uh, but, you know, Shannon Doherty was in it, and um, and then she later on was in Bethany. Was that because she had a great time with you on that one, or is it just was it just like something, let's go to her agent and see if we can get her? Well, so Shannon oh. had a good time on Blood Lake, but Shannon and I were thick as thieves since day one. I mean, we became close friends. I mean, still to this day, as far as, as you know, females within my life, Shannon is my closest female friend. Um, we're, we're very close. We talk every day. Um, I try to see her every other week. I mean, we're very close, uh, so it was a it was a natural thing to have her involved with this movie. And this actually, I've worked with her going on almost six times now. Yeah, James is known as the Shannon Whisperer in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, now uh, to go back to what you were talking about, uh, that uh, what James was talking about for you, Zach. Um, uh, was it like was there things that you learned as a director that has kind of helped you as an actor at all? Uh, yeah, I, well, it's interesting because as an actor, you know, you're not involved in you're not involved in the rest of the process. Really, what you're supposed to do is compartmentalize yourself to create that reality of the character in that moment. So there's a certain aspect that you're so depending upon what you're doing. If you're doing a comedy, you're sort of playing around and keeping yourself, your mind sharp and your wits um, popping. Uh, if you're doing a drama, you're, you're keeping centered and focused. But you're not worrying about the angle, angles of the camera. You're not worrying about the coverage. Because if you do that, and that's technically the director's job, and you're kind of stepping on a dick, uh, 
Um, but, you know, I, I think I even more so now, uh, I understand, like, I just shot Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia, and the guys who are the executive producers of it, uh, Charlie J and Glenn and uh, Mac, um, they're actors as well, but they're also the creators of the show. And I think after directing my own stuff that it just helped me listen in another way. Like when someone's translating or coming up to me and giving me a note, I'm able to translate it in my brain as to where my body needs to be, what my timing is, what it is they're looking for. So I can feed into their end goal a little faster because I understand more of the process. Um, and I'm definitely not ever taking any of that personally. So I definitely think it, it helps me in that way. Yeah. And, and once I again, congratulations. Also, I, I, like I was just going to say congratulations on the, it's always sunny, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, part. So, yeah, um, right. I'm ecstatic. I think it's one of those shows that show I love. <laughs> We're yeah, gonna I'm, I'm, a I'm a huge fan of the show too, <laughs> so I've been like flipping out that Zach's on it. I, I was, I've been, Zach knows I, I've literally like been like like a little schoolgirl about it. <laughs> um, but uh, but I, I, I will say this, um, you know, I think the one thing because I actually heard Zach say this, the one thing he also learned is like you know, there's more of an appreciation for the process having directed and then going back and acting where it's like, you know, there's an appreciation for the process because he knows now like what the actual director and the crew go. Yeah. Because when you're behind the camera, you see that more than when you're in front of it. And I had started to learn that when I had done uh, my short film and then uh, some of the spec pilot, but especially, you know, it's, that's a great thing about filmmaking. And I know that James will corroborate this with, uh, with me is that, it is a nonstop learning process. Every time you do a film, every, I mean, I've been acting for 36 years, and every time I go on a project, I feel like I learn something, even if the project's a piece of crap. Because garbage sometimes teaches you as well as excellence, because it shows you what you don't want to do. And that's, a, that's really the, why there's such a passion behind filmmaking is because it keeps your brain popping, it keeps you... Uh, young and vibrant in your desire to be relevant towards the next thing and be able to be open to new ideas because you work with a team, you're not an auteur. So it's a constantly exciting learning curve. And I I think James will agree with me on that. Every time we've written a script, we've done what now? Five or seven together? Yeah, and it's like seven. They keep on getting better. They keep on getting simpler and more fun and kung fu, if that makes sense. It takes a village. <laughs> yeah. That's not well, a thing. What, <laughs> I just heard an interview with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt um, talking about, I guess, working on Don John. And one of the things he had learned was that the camera, you know, that he never thought of as an actor was that, like, the camera picks up things, so the director sees things differently than what an actor might see, right? Yeah. So, like, say, you know, somebody's holding the glass a certain way, uh, the camera can't see it, but they need to see it. So you may, like, the director may tell them, and then the actor will say, well, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Well, it, it doesn't matter what you feel comfortable sometimes. It's what you ha- what, what they have to be able to get, you know, get across for visually, right? So... That was one of the things he learned, and um, I, I definitely I feel like, you know, 
I can learn a lot more from an actor who's gone on to direct, you know, because they can, you know, they can start noticing things that, you know, that other people like other directors who just only directed will notice. You well, know what I mean? <laughs> I, I do. I mean, there's certain films that I've done. Um, so, okay. When I did Resident Evil Apocalypse, the director on that was a second unit uh, director from the Daredevil with uh, uh, Ben Affleck, right? Part, that movie mm-hmm. is also partially how we became friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Resident Evil Apocalypse, that's right. But um, yeah. the director was a great technical director. He knew his stuff backwards and forwards, but he had no ability to communicate the nuances of how he wanted your performance to change. And so he kind of just left you to your own devices. Now, I'm not the technical director that guy is because he's had a world of experience. So you have some areas where you have strengths and some areas where you have inefficiency. But you try to offset those with your your producing partner and your crew who are supposed to be experts in that de- department. But uh, that's actually how James and I met. Uh, was at a sushi bar. I was doing silly cartoon voices. Uh, this guy next to me is like, hey, that's a pretty good voice. You do cartoons? I'm like, uh, I audition a lot. And then we started talking and then uh, went out and had a drink. And apparently James had written a character in Pernicious named after Nikolai Zhinovov from my character in Resident Evil Apocalypse. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That, that, he, that became Colin's character in Pernicious <laughs> because there were no Russians in Thailand. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, well, and, and you know, and that's great. I mean, learning from different directors. You said that, that some are technical and and some are a little bit more uh, easily able to talk to actors. Do you think, like, uh, coming from that, like, you're able to really more sympathize with actors and kind of be able to get more stuff out of them? You know, because you've done yes. that. Yes. Cool. If this is uh, about point blank, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Right, I, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's I think it's made a relationship dynamic for me on set, um, where my cast is is very comfortable with me giving emotional direction and leading them into the trust. story value. A lot of trust. There's a lot of trust from the cast. Yeah. Um, so it definitely helped me. And, you know, that was this was the first feature film that I've ever directed. Um, could not have done it without James, like literally, physically, uh, emotionally, <laughs> writing-wise. <laughs> um, uh, all the technical work that was done. And so it's, again, you know, it's a team, it's a team effort. So it's, um, it was amazing to be able to have that, that process with somebody having your back who could fill in those those holes in my uh, in my abilities like telling me if I was if I'm like oh that's good we're moving on and James is like you know what you, you should probably get some inserts here you're going to need them no I won't yeah you will just just get the fucking insert like okay and then cut to the <laughs> editing day and I'm like oh yeah I thank god I have that insert and that's that helped a lot and just because he's gone through it so many times and James has done like what is it now 250 movies now, James? <laughs> Eight billion movies. Three days exactly. billion. You've you done a I, Google Plus film. I've set the world yeah. record of eight billion films. Yeah. They're all, all seven seconds long. 
<laughs> All of them are narrated um, by Morgan Freeman. Uh, James, uh, do you consider yourself more of a character director or more of a um, like an actor director, or do you or or a um, visual director? You know, I I, I I go back and forth. I say that I'm an actor's director, but I also say that I'm a technical director. Um, you know, everything I've done has been self-taught, so I think I'm I'm both. Um, if that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. I mean, I think uh, I think I can say what I say, but I, you know, that's more of a. Zach would probably be be able to better answer that because he's watched me direct and been directed by me. You know, I could think one thing, but from an outside perspective, I think that's more of an answer that would be more plausible. So, so repose that question for me, brother. Uh, or is James more of a, uh, I guess, a technical director, or is he more of a uh, actor director? You know, I don't know, man, because he does both really well, and, and you know, it depends upon the scene. So you're doing a fight sequence. Uh, you're not really talking to your actors about how angry you are that your mother left you when you were five. You're you're going over the choreography and the shots and the lighting and the angles and the movement that you want and the impact points, and it gets freaking technical. But at the same time, you know, James is doing a scene with Shannon Doherty and Bethany, and he's leading her up to the emotional catharsis where she is breaking down and in the moment, weeping. And, I mean, it's beautiful work. It's probably some of, without any disrespect, it's some of Shannon's most... uh, Fantastic, the most emotionally I, uh, vulnerable I, I think I've ever seen her. I think it's I think it's her best work. I personally think so. From what I've seen, it's it's the most that I think she has allowed herself to open up on film. Yeah. And I think you know she she really you know and and mind you, I think she's a wonderful actress. Uh, but I think it's it's you know because of that trust that her and I developed, she was she allowed herself to be that vulnerable, and she you know she was weeping real tears and really you oh, know. Yeah there i uh, it, it was a very heart-wrenching scene and and i think it was something very unique for her there yeah and i you know that's the thing is like a good director's job is to do as much as they can of all those things right and um well you know and that, that brings me up to a great question for james is uh like i like how do you how do you do that how do you get somebody to get that <laughs> emotional like what do you what do you say to them that can make them feel that way she can't tell you that we'd have to kill you we would have to literally (laughs) kill you if you told you that secret that is that's the secret sauce son that's on the big Mac. you don't get to know what that is oh come on uh, no no not for you that's a special stuff baby I'm 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 joking. I don't actually threaten them, but Zach is right. I mean, if I were to tell you that, I'd probably no longer get hired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it's, well, it's almost the same type of thing as like it's almost the same type of thing as asking someone, um, so what drives your art? It's yeah, a huge okay. question. It's a huge question, and and there's so many parts of it that are innate to your own personality. I mean, James. Is how old are you now, buddy? Twenty four. I'm old. <laughs> Shut up. I'll punch. I'll punch you through the phone. So James is twenty four, but his, it. It hurts. 
<laughs> he's, he's been working on this uh, in the, in this world since he was like 16 years old, developing stuff and then directing, and it becomes an innate part of his personality. And it's it's difficult to break it down as to well, I see an actor and I make sure I cut a little fart before I walk over so I can say, "Ooh, who farted?" And then they laugh and then I pat him on the shoulder and walk him away from my fart. And then we talk about things and we join <laughs> and we, you know, there's there's no specific thesis or theorem to invade someone's bubble and make them trust you. You actually have to be vulnerable yourself and you actually have to care. Like that's the thing. If you don't give a fuck, if you just want an end result from them, they can feel it. If you actually care about their process, then they open up. And the most infectious thing on a set is passion. I mean, if you are yeah. passionate about the film, you know your shit, you did the prep work, and you are passionate, and you know everything going in, and you at least have a vision. It doesn't have to be somebody else's vision. It's your vision, and you are passionate about it, and you have an answer to every question that comes your way. And if you don't, you are able to decide between two answers that are posed to you. That is infectious. That is what moves people yeah. forward. It's that passion. And so I think, you know, the most the most important thing in this is passion. I think passion is the thing that moves it all forward. So yes, that I mean that's personally that's the kung fu that, that works with the actor is is the passion to figure out the way to bring them there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Uh it's, well, also, I mean, it's like yeah. the same thing. Why are your questions better than other interviewers? Because you actually care uh, to do some research, and then you're going through your own brain, wondering what's the thing that really excites you to learn. So your passion is driving this interview. Right. No, definitely, and I agree. And I think that passion is probably the uh, most important thing when it comes to filmmaking, because otherwise you're just doing it for a paycheck, and and people people know that. You know, you look at certain movies, you can tell that somebody did that because they got paid to do that and not because they were excited about the project. No, 100%. Um, And, you know, like that passion as a director, you come in with passion. You're asking me how you get actors to go there. Besides the other things of what I say and how I say it, having that passion, passion as a director is vulnerability. You show that you are vulnerable because you are passionate about something and you're willing to put it all on the line for that passion. And they are willing to put it all on the line because they see you are vulnerable too. You are coming to their level and sharing with them and asking them to meet you there instead of asking them to go somewhere you are not going yourself. Right. Yeah, that's huge. That's a huge aspect. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, we're basically we went over the normal time, the half hour or whatever that they give us, but they give us like overtime, you know, uh, no, you know, fault, from sorry, the live, man. you know. So um, <laughs> well, I, I do want to know. Um, <laughs> what is that? I was going to say, let's do a quick plug for restoration before you kick us off because it comes out tomorrow. Oh yeah, definitely. May third <laughs> on all VOD. Zach Ward's directorial debut. Super awesome movie. Thank you so yeah, much. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> and uh, iTunes, VOD. Uh, you can hit up James on uh, James Cullen Bresick on Twitter. Hit me up on TotalZackBoard. Yeah, and uh, and we should uh, we should also totally you know 
we'll, we're going to schedule in the next couple of weeks probably like a live tweet thing where Zach and I will live tweet the movie at a certain time for everybody renting it. Oh. With the hashtag cool. restoration. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like, uh... What, what what prompted you guys? Do you guys is it just promotion trying to get people to go home and get it, or was it just like let's just do that for fun? What do both? Both do what for fun? Uh, just you know the hashtag. Let's watch it live and, and oh, everything. I just made that up right now. I just said that right now. <laughs> we decided it right now. It's it's a good idea. We're doing it. <laughs> Told you he's the idea guy. He just pulled it right out of his ass. But see, I can see how it's a good way, especially to talk to uh, to talk to uh, blossoming filmmakers and people can ask questions and discuss stuff and maybe set up like a massive screening across the country so everybody watches it at the same time, do a countdown, and boom, that sounds fun. Yeah, sounds <laughs> fun. So we're gonna do that. But be sure to check out Restoration. It's on iTunes, Vudu, in demand, on demand. Uh, PlayStation, Google Play, Xbox, all that stuff. I feel like I just watched the Doctor and Surgeon like work together right there. (laughs) 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 Doctor, Doctor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was a pleasure having both of you guys on. And uh, what's the name of your production company so people can check that out? Grit Filmworks. Yep. And uh, you guys have a website? Uh, we're building it right now. We've been busy making these movies, so the website hasn't really <laughs> taken precedence. That's, 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 a, that's a nice way of saying neither of us know how to build websites, but we'll figure it that. out. <laughs> uh, that's what you hire people for, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 we're getting to it. We're getting to it. We're filmmakers. We're we're not we're not we're 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 busy making movies. <laughs> we're spending the money literally. on movies. Yeah. And uh, I I literally have to get back to writing the script that you start shooting what tomorrow? Yes, I do. Yeah, get back to work. Get off the phone. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. But, but but really though, but really though, for for sure we we I do need that script. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm going to call you after we get off the phone with this because I want to ask you, uh, talk to you a couple of things about. Okay, sounds <laughs> good. Well, thank you so much for having us, Jonathan. And, uh, yes. Take care and thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, check out Restoration. All right. Yes. You guys have a great night. You, you too, too, brother. Signing off. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, that was Zach and James. Uh, check out Restoration tomorrow um, out everywhere. Uh, I'm not sure who's coming on next week, but tune in for that. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show, and uh, you definitely got something out of it. So have a great one. <laughs>